Hello and welcome to episode two of the Comedian's Tea Party. In this episode we have special guest Sarah Brees, or that may be Breeze, I'm not entirely sure. We discuss how that could differ according to the Welsh language. Um, speaking of, she teaches me some of the Welsh alphabet, either that or she was choking on her food. I'm not sure which it was, uh, but that was a lot of fun. We also believe we may have discovered the long-lost Welsh Q which previously, potentially, did not exist. Sarah teaches me about her inventive way to make tea, which, to be perfectly honest, I'm amazed that more people don't do. We also talk about some of her experiments to discover the best food. Like, she's got scientific experiments to discover the best food. It's, it's, it's worth listening to, because it's quite incredible for snacks and all sorts. Very inspirational. Teaches me all about various scientific things. Temperature of chocolate and mayonnaise and mustard. This is a short podcast because we both had to get off. I had to, um, uh, Sarah's running a gig and I had to go and perform at it. So uh, that's that's where we had to get off to. Um, and I did say at the end that we would try the other tea that we were intended to drink. And I was going to tell you what it tastes like during the intro. But I'll tell you what, we didn't drink it, so couldn't tell you. Uh, but I'll, I'll drink it soon and I'll let you know. We also touch on some things that may please people who like ASMR. It also may completely turn other people off of listening to the podcast ever again. And I hope that that is not the case because uh, please keep listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. It was a lot of fun and the chat's got absolutely ridiculous uh, i also just want to say a quick apology for the lateness of this coming out now i've not come up with a, a sort of designated day that this will be coming out every week yet but um it, it was delayed coming out this week because i had a bit of a nightmare and my uh, my OneDrive went wrong and i lost the file with sarah's microphone on it so i had to start all over again uh, absolute nightmare but we got there we got it back and it's all good uh enjoy the podcast welcome to episode two of the comedian's tea party with side eves with me side eves and my second guest sarah breeze is it sarah breeze is that am i saying that right yeah i think so well it's just i think it's breeze just because um breeze. yeah in because uh, we're in wales by the way uh this is what i know that. Well, yeah, but they don't. Right, good point. <laughs> and uh, because I'm because I am from Wales, uh, there is no Z in the Welsh alphabet, so that's is it not. No, so I think it's the same word. It's breeze, but we have to put an S in it because we haven't got a. How, is it? You've got. Have you got loads of vowels? <laughs> we've got loads of vowels. Well, like more vowels than in the English language. That's a good point. Uh, we've got right in Welsh. The vowels are a e u u e, which is a e i. Uh, w and Y. W, okay, right. I, I, didn't, think. I didn't think that's where you're going to go with those. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, that, unless I've what I like about A E I there is that is pronounced in the same way that a child would pronounce it whilst learning to speak. <laughs> that's a good point, but it's all phonetic. That's the good thing about. I mean, you, you've, well, yeah, you've yeah, been yeah, past yeah. a bunch of Welsh road signs by the you know on the way. Get, like, I have, here. yeah, and they start quickly. It says "Welcome to Wales," and then immediately something that I didn't understand. Right, yeah, but there was English underneath it, though. No, there was another sign about 50 yards down the road that, that was the same chat, and I didn't know what it was, and I thought, well, that is, like, you know, they just have, welcome to Wales. 
sod you. Uh, they just immediately, <laughs> show, yeah, but then there, there was a sign like 50 yards down the road going, don't worry. <laughs> I like that you have to leave now with the mystery of not knowing what that was. Quite yeah. Like, yeah, but yeah. They're mostly bilingual, I think. I don't think the dangerous ones. Actually, sometimes this is these are the ones I like. They, uh, you know, the the flashy ones on the motorway where you've got like the dots that say messages. Yes. So they flash up with one language and then they'll flash up with the other. Right. So, so which one switches. you pass is a matter of chance. So if you don't speak both, it depends on how fast you're driving as to whether or not you get the uh, yeah. the urgent warning about road conditions. Well, I went past one a minute ago that was it was Welsh at the top uh, and then English underneath. But when I say English underneath, it said it was saying Q after junction. Uh, but instead of saying the word Q, it just had the letter Q. Right. Uh, which obviously, like, sort of generally, you'll look at it and you'll be like, oh, okay, cool, I get that. But if you're driving quickly and you just, and it's just, it's just like a sort of a, a dirty O, isn't it? Yeah. What's, yeah. An, what's an O after a junction? Oh, God. Yeah, that's a good point. Also, I don't know if there is a Q in Welsh. Is there not? Hang on. I'd have to go through the entire alphabet, but I can't have a. Oh, sorry, I'm trying to remember the whole thing. Uh, were you, I don't think were you saying is. any of it then, or was that? Yeah, that was just, that was the if, alphabet. I didn't know if you're having a stroke. <laughs> no, that's that was it. Like it starts with like that. I wish you'd have warned me because I'm pretty sure that you've just spat in my tea. <laughs> uh, these very appealing. We've both got the same tea. I don't. Yes. I know nobody knows what we've done. We've done them differently. We have done them. So what we've got here is uh, because. Um, the kind people at Tea Pigs uh, sent me some uh, free tea bags, just a, a massive box full. Um, massive box full. Mass- it's, it's overflowing. I had to get rid of some, not get rid of them. Like they're, they're being used, but they, I had to decant <laughs> them. Um, but w- what we're drinking here is the chocolate and mint uh, retro joy from in the biodegradable tea temple, which is a, it's a you know it's a little bit pretentious. I'm not gonna lie, tea temple. A tea temple, yeah. Yeah. It was it was pyramid shaped. Nobody nobody's praying here, are they? Um, well, we've both done very different things. We have done very different tea. things. It it suggests on the back that you can add milk or cream if you desire, um, and you could also brew it for at least three minutes. Now, what I've done is I've gone bag in, uh, no milk. Mm-hmm. Sarah's gone bag out milk but i took the bag out at precisely three minutes which is exactly what it said on the instructions so yeah. uh yeah and it did say that you can add milk and i just didn't want i didn't want to live with myself not having like tried the milk when it was suggested to Fear me of missing out yeah but like i mean i've never tried this tea as it is so yeah, me either um, uh, well, right. I, and I want to, but you've you've got milk in yours to you've cool yours it, down. But this yeah, is you've got it pure. This is, this I've is got pretty it, hot. Right, I'm, gonna, so, I'm actually going to try it though. Yeah. It, it does smell nice. It smells. Yeah, it smells. It does. It smells nice, but a little bit like medicine. If you smell it without the milk in. I mean, mine's got. It's got like a weird sort of brown tinge of stuff floating on it. Which yeah, is quite I, I can't see that. Mine's. It's. Think, uh, oh yeah. Which is like, great. All right, yeah. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Mine's disguised by its own natural colours. Oh, it does look, yeah, yours looks like a standard peppermint tea colour. Mm. I'm, do, I'm doing it. Go on. Can yeah. I? Right? Yeah, yeah. Do I have to do it loudly for the... Absolutely not. No, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'd really prefer if you didn't. Um. Right. Right. Oh. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> that's really mild. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's I not can't... what I expected you to say at all. 
So I didn't know if you were going through more of the Welsh alphabet there for a second. <laughs> That's not... Yeah, nerv- nervously every so often I'll just start, like, uh, coughing consonants. No, um, I... Yeah, I thought that, that was going to be... Do you know what? I thought that was going to be weirder with the milk in, but actually that's quite nice. I don't know. I think the, Interesting. Mi- the milk does actually blend quite nicely with it. I thought that I'd made a horrible mistake, but it turns out I've uh, probably just made a quite mild mistake. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Hmm. Not you don't you don't look that convinced. N- no, it's quite it's quite minty. Um, it's quite, it doesn't taste too different from regular mint. No. No, it's quite yeah. It's it's fairly nice. I'd I'd like a bit more chocolate from the chocolate and mint. At this I point, think it, largely just. I mint. think it called itself a sweet treat, and I'm not sure that that is all that sweet. It, no, do you I know can't. what? It's not sweet. That's no. what it is. It's slightly bitter, if anything. Do you think? I mm, think the milk. Yeah, maybe. it's kind of it's kind of sweet. It is minty. The mint has stayed on my lips. Yeah, I think maybe you should have added milk. I think you could be right. Mm. Yeah, that's, I'm all right with that's, that. That's good podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, I mean, there are people that like those noises, aren't there? What, the ASMR people? I couldn't remember which... Wait, ASMR is the sounds. A&PR is the cameras that detect when you're speeding. Yes. Right. And this one is... ASMR. ASMR, right. Yeah. Autosensory something something. Yeah. Tasty... No. Also, I know the other one, which is automatic number plate recognition. Yes, we should talk about that for a while. Should we? No, <laughs> what we should talk about is... You just blew my mind. Uh, I mean, just making your tea, taking your tea bag out. She's pulled out a fork. I thought, I'm aware she's lost her mind. <laughs> like, did a Welsh, are, they, are, they, are they mad? Uh, and then you've raised a very good point. What, about how when you squeeze a tea bag, you don't want to use a... Because if, if you use a spoon to squeeze a tea bag against the size of the of the glass, all you're going to do is keep all of the moisture still in the tea bag. But if you use a fork, there's all the gaps, so all the liquid runs down. It all gets up, like a like an infuser of salt. Yeah, it's that makes... It's, it's like a... It's incredible thinking. Yeah, it's, it's, it's engineering at its finest, I'd say. It really is, yeah. <laughs> That's the equivalent of getting a spatula and sort of... Like a holy spatula. To it's be not honest. at all. It's like it's like getting it, what, what it's like is it's, it's like getting a fork. It's, it's like it's like exactly what you just did. Um, yeah, the right um, tool for the right job. If I'm I'd real. had a spatula, I'm pretty sure that that would be the thing that I'd have grabbed. I will say, second sip, it got better. All right, it's growing well, I mean, on me. You reviewed it quite low after the first sip, so uh... I didn't. Well, no, I don't. I feel, I feel yeah, maybe I passed judgment too soon, but mm. um, I wasn't sure how I felt about I it. I think you were expecting it's... a sweet treat, and were were frankly somewhat disappointed by the promises given on the packet. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's all right. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, no, it's quite nice. Um, it's quite mi- it's... nice, but misleading. I I would have I would have liked to have been more chocolatey. Yeah, that's a good point. We could yeah. put some more chocolate in it. Oh, yeah, we should have just stirred it with, like, a dairy milk. Yeah, I've got some there. I've got some dark chocolate just sort of balanced on my television. We could, uh, we could just start sticking more and more chocolate in until you decided that that's enough. Yeah. Maybe you, they tried that. If you use milk chocolate, I feel like you're going to add milk and chocolate. Yeah, but I've got milk. You could put milk in it anyway. Yeah. And then you could add chocolate. We've, got, we've gone somewhere weird with this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you wanted to get scientific about it, we'd have to add the milk and the chocolate to separate cups. That's the most scientific method. I yeah. got made fun of yesterday <laughs> in the on the way back from a gig because uh, right, have you ever made toasted sandwiches and then you butter the outside? Right, that's pretty much the standard. What? Like when you make a toasted sandwich, you butter the outside of the bread so that when it goes in the toasty, like it it cooks 
and it keeps it all like golden and crispy on the outside. I've never done that, but that does make sense. Oh, okay. Well, that was going to be stage one of this conversation, but now I feel like I have to spend more time explaining. No, no, I'm into it. Yeah, no, I get. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that was that was stage one. However, there have been some uh, renegades on the internet who have suggested that instead of butter, you should be using like mayonnaise on the outside because it's easier to spread and it helps make it like more golden and nice. Right. Mm. I, I feel like I, I think I just maybe assumed incorrectly, as it turns out, that everybody was privy to this p- specific debate that was ongoing. And, and Absolutely not. No, but I mean, I, I'm intrigued. Right. Keep, keep going. OK, so there was the butter versus mayonnaise. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't issue. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not particularly a fan of mayonnaise anyway. So. Oh, right. OK, that's not so a way I would go with that. You're, are you a fan of cheese toasties, though? Yes. As a thing. Right. Well, I conducted an experiment and I, I made... Basically, I cut up a bunch of slices of bread into like tiny quarters and stuff, and then I made a series of mini toasties where I spread different things on the outside of all of them to figure out which one scientifically was like actually the best of all of these oh, things. That's, I mean, that's incredible. I mean, it's, it is ridiculous. Is it I've all in pictures. the same day? Or you've got pictures? I've got pictures. Yeah, I uh, I cut them up really small. I had right. to... Can you can you send those to me and I'll. I'll tweet them when I put this podcast out. I mean, if people want to know the findings, here, look, there's one. Look, look, look these tiny sandwiches that I've made. There's, see that? Tiny sandwiches. Oh, well, literally like little samples. Like tiny sandwiches. Look, there's a tiny one that's got fillings in it. That's got mozzarella and rocket inside the tiny, tiny toasty. Yeah. You can see my hands. But basically, I wanted to have like a proper answer to what is going to be best on the outside, to spread on the outside of your toasty when you're making it. Oh, that's amazing. Do you want to know my findings? Absolutely. Of course I do. Right. Because I'd always been a classic butter person. That yeah. That was always the standard. Um, and what I found is... As we if all you are. get, If you swap it and you use mayonnaise, because it's easier to spread and it does like, it creates a nice kind of golden sheen on the right. outside. But if you put a tiny bit of mustard inside the mayonnaise, it makes the cheese toasty taste even cheesier. There we go. On oh, my word. That is blown all your minds, people. What's the what's the ratio? Um, I reckon it was just like a tiny, it was only like a tiny, because to- I, I mean, these toasties, you, as you'll see in the pictures, are like less than a quarter of the like size of a regular. Size. Yeah, so I was only making like tiny amounts of stuff, but I, I reckon it was maybe one tenth mustard to the rest mayo. Yeah. Like it was a tiny amount. But yeah. what I did do was also quite nice. Like as the I put end a bit- of a knife. Yeah, like yeah. a little tiny dot. I mean, it. this is there's a there's a YouTube channel devoted to like tiny cooking. Have you seen this? Uh, uh, yeah, well, I've seen bits of it. Yeah, yeah, and it's ridiculous. I forgot what it's called, but they they bake like a tiny cake that's the size of your thumb, but yeah. like it's a really complicated tiny cake. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's basically is, that. It's all well and good, like, but you're not doing that to eat it, are you? That's just you're not doing it if you're hungry. Just to show off, yeah. Look at this cake I've made. Just make a bigger one. It's not a cake. You've made a crumb. Yes. It's very complicated. What, what, what you've done there is uh, spend a long time making a small mess. Yeah. Also, right, what egg were they using for that tiny, tiny cake? Because if you use a chicken's egg, yeah, like you're gonna have to what crack an entire egg and then use like a sixteenth of a chicken's egg. Yeah. What a waste. Like a like a, a quail's egg or something. Quail's still quite big compared to the tiny little cakes they're making. We're talking about Fish like eggs. a fish egg. Is that gonna have the same consistency? Absolutely not. No. Doesn't have a shell on it. No. What what tiny what's the tiniest bird that we get like a hummingbird egg? I don't know, a wren? It's probably why they're endangered. People keep trying to no. A wren. How big is a wren egg? Yeah, probably. Wrens, yeah. wrens are pretty small. I'm not advocating that we go start like trying to find wild tiny birds. I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, and say that we definitely shouldn't. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. But it I'm not saying that people don't aren't thinking of it now. Um and what I'm saying is, yeah. that wasn't my thinking. It was the this YouTube channel that has caused this problem. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. They 
they should have cleared it up with David Attenborough it's, or somebody. It's their own fault. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 If anybody goes out there and starts attacking tiny birds to get their eggs, uh, you do not have my uh, backing. You don't have that, to attack is... them. You can just like follow them around. Or just, just you know, point in the other direction. Just robbing them. The classic. What's that over there? Yeah. Steal their eggs. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't make tiny cakes, people. No, make normal size everyone. cakes. Yeah. Yeah. Battery farmed hens. That's what we need. <laughs> um. Right, this has taken a turn. Yes, <laughs> very much unexpected. Well, we ended up discussing the Bible in the uh, uh, episode with Carl. So right, okay. So this isn't as. I mean, that sounds quite heavy. I don't think I've got the energy for that. <laughs> no, I don't, well, no. I mean, that was earlier today for me. So right, I definitely don't have the energy for that. No, none of that. I've no. got. I've got more. Uh, we can just keep doing food facts and all my food knowledge. Go on. Yeah, I mean, well, okay. Uh, let's let's go to tea. Are you a biscuit dunker? I am, yes. Okay. What's your uh, what's what's your biscuit of choice? Oh, um, do you know what? I will dunk literally any biscuit. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Is I think uh, what I'm what I'm always on on the lookout for is a new biscuit that maybe people haven't thought to dunk. Right. That's that's so what I quite are you, like doing. Are you doing? Is this what you do with food? Do you just do you just experiment until you find the perfect? Yeah, I mean, I live alone, so you've got to fill the time <laughs> somehow. What is the uh, what's the current forerunner on on biscuits? Well, I tell you, like a, a classic that I like is that. Um, so I lived in uh, Australia for a little while, and uh, do you know what a Tim Tam is? Like, there's oh. a there's a biscuit that's very similar to a penguin. It's it's very similar, yeah. it's slightly wider and stuff. And uh, it's I don't know if it's a tradition there. It's a thing that all the people there I knew did it. You bite the ends off, and then you use basically this penguin like biscuit to suck your coffee through oh, the biscuit. Yeah, yeah, and you can yeah, do it yeah. with tea as well. And it's sort of it's sort of nice. It's sort of like a mushy straw. And since we're getting away from like disposable plastics, I thought I'd just put that out there. Absolutely. Since, you know, we've already been advocating the use of like wrens' eggs and stuff. I thought maybe this would and, nice, and nicely balance b- it out. Battery hens. Yeah, and battery yeah. hens. Yeah. So both if, are bad. Don't not don't use either. No. I mean, unfortunately, these biscuits do also come in a plastic wrapper, so it doesn't in- entirely eliminate the single-use plastic no. waste. But you know, it's still. But it's not as thick plastic, is it? Imagine if it was. If if each Tim Tam came in a tiny plastic suitcase yeah that, very that well protected yeah yeah i think maybe they should just start making i don't know you know in different countries they make um chocolate right this is a fact that i learned like I did so know that. what i did know that yeah okay good good, good fact fact number two about this thing <laughs> that i started talking about um in like in hotter countries they make the the chocolate melt at different temperatures so british dairy milk for example melts at like whatever temperature is sensible for us in the uk because we've yeah. got a slightly colder climate if you go to like australia and you have like an uh, australian cadbury's it melts at a higher temperature because it's so hot anyway you don't want to melt really? it you don't want it to melt on the shelves does or that in your fingers the taste? i think it's supposed to yeah, yeah i think it does a bit but... i imagine it would do yeah it's got to I didn't I mean, try the two side by side so i no. can't say for sure i don't know whether you're allowed to legally import and export them by yourself. But I you're not generally with food. I don't. I don't know how chocolate works, per no. se. But then, if you surely you could buy it in the airport. Um, yeah, it's a good point. I don't know if you had to declare it on it, but I didn't want it to. I was scared that they would, you know, totally have me. There was all this yeah. stuff about at the time. It was all like Steve Irwin says, "Don't bring in stuff to Australia," and I didn't want to upset him, so yeah. I didn't. But and also, I didn't know this fact then. I you could do it now, now. though, because 
You can't get you. I could get yeah for a, for a sweet one thousand pound round trip. I could find the answer to this question. Yeah, but I do know that. But I do know it melts at different temperatures. So there we go. That's another food fact. I think I'm hungry. I don't know why I keep talking <laughs> obsessively about. <laughs> yeah, you did you did offer me food when I got here. Yeah. Uh, and a shower. I yes, might add. That, yeah. <laughs> I'm a really good host. Yeah, excessive. If any. <laughs> I'm starting to understand why you don't have people here. <laughs> I'm very lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to shower? No. <laughs> I, no, wait, no, no, no. The, the, but just because that sounds like it came out of nowhere, you did say, oh, I'm very smelly today. I didn't, that's not what I said. I asked if I smelled <laughs> because I get sweaty when I drive. And okay. there was so much traffic that I couldn't stop on my way here from Carl. So I'm... I'm a little bit sweaty. But if you arrive at someone's house, you're like, oh, I'm exceedingly hungry, then surely they're going to say, oh, would you like a biscuit or <laughs> yeah. something to eat? And if you arrive at some, if my house anyway, and you say, oh, I'm really smelly and sweaty. I, I should I'm point out, like, I did you? not say that I was really smelly. <laughs> we also established that I do not smell, so it's fine. I smell fine. We've established from a distance that he does not smell. I, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to verify this. At the moment, I can just smell the chocolate. Actually, this tea does smell more like chocolate than it tastes of chocolate. Yeah, it yeah. it it smells like mint chocolate. It tastes like mint. Yeah, mm. I think that's fair. We'll just eat some chocolate afterwards. Yeah. That bounce it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't mind this. Oh, well, good. It's, <laughs> it's, it's slowly it's climbing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm halfway through the cup, but yeah. The ratings are going up and up and up. By the bottom, it'll be ecstatic. Yeah. It's starting to taste like um, an after eight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, but I'm still not tasting the chocolate. I'm just, I, do you know what? We've talked so much about chocolate. I think I'm just imagining chocolate. Do you know what it is? Mint. I can't taste the chocolate in an after eight, but I know I've eaten chocolate. Right. And I think it's that. It tastes like an after eight, which is technically mint chocolate. Mm-hmm. Tastes slightly more like matchsticks. Not the uh, what, actual, actual matchsticks. Not the actual matchsticks. Yeah, I don't know what you're referencing. Have you now. not had chocolate matchsticks? Oh, like um, like matchmakers. Yeah, maybe that's what I mean. Right. Okay. Because I was just thinking about matches. And I should point out that at no point do I profess to be the most informed on uh, <laughs> on tea or snacks or anything. Yeah, I just want to say at this point that I'm advocating. Could somebody, if somebody could try licking some matches and then writing in to let us know how that tastes. Yes. Um, rub a mint leaf on it as well. Just see see what a difference that makes. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon they'd be quite eggy with all that sulphur in them. Is yeah. there sulphur in them? No, yeah. 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 yeah that's, right. that's what makes the. Uh, I think so. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I'm not. I'm not saying that as a definitive answer, but I think there is sulphur in the um, strikey bit. Strikey bit. That is exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And that is the scientific term now. Uh, God. Yeah. So much science today. Yeah. This is everyone at home is I, happy I, how much they're learning. From at us no and... point did I realise that this was going to be such a scientific episode, <laughs> but here we are. Uh, we're we're learning and we're, and, and we're laughing, and that's that's all we want. Well, I think maybe when I get nervous, I'll say facts. Maybe that's just a thing I do now. Yes. I mean, do you have any... Uh, I was talking about animals with cold. Do you have any facts about animals? Uh, I don't I don't think so. I think we've got to wait until I get particularly nervous and just see if one sort of just blurts yeah. its way out. So I'm reasonably certain I have more facts about animals than I have about anything else. I have a lot of random facts, but... Uh, for instance, did you know that pigeons' brains can process images twice as fast as human brains? So technically, comparatively... Uh, they can see in slow motion. Huh. Hmm. But how fast do they think? Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's 
it just they can see it moving that quickly. Like, I can see things moving quickly, but uh, because it doesn't mean I can react quick enough to yeah. actually deal with it. Because like, what if that means they've got like a, an amazing graphics card and like a shit processor? Yeah. And that like, would mean that, like, kind of when they... Because I always thought that if, if that was the case, they'd be sitting in front of cars, seeing it getting closer, but they're seeing it in slow motion, so they're going, I've got time. Like, this is fine. <laughs> but maybe they're going, no, it's coming to like that scene in Austin Powers when the steamroller is going to run that guy over and, yeah, he's, yeah. and he's just standing there going, no, it's, it's just that. The pigeon's going, oh, God, it's coming towards me. Yeah, I the, should really do something about this. Maybe the pigeon was <sighs> there for an hour watching a car come slowly towards him. He's like, I know I should do something. Yeah. I just, I can't... I think maybe, or maybe it's just really indecisive. What is it I'm supposed to do at this juncture? <laughs> do There's... I want to be run over? Do I not? Right. Remember, remember, Frank, which one is it? Do I peck the bumper? <laughs> I, I mean, it does seem to be moving quite slowly. Yeah. I've got time. It feels safe. I've got time to think about this anyway. And then he starts <laughs> thinking about Luther. Yeah. Yeah. It happens, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was a good pigeon fact. I like that one. Yes, you're welcome. You can use that. Um, it's been just in life, not in comedy. It's not funny. I've tried it. I'll uh, try and remember it when I'm driving at pigeons to go twice at fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, get them to really just speed up their processing. I think that's the moral of the story. That is basically it, yeah. Um, yeah, you, you you can try harder to get pigeons. That's why they always fly away when kids run after them. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, pigeons are idiots, but so are kids, so... Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that. You can eat pigeon. I've had pigeon. You can eat kids. Yeah. If you cook them, cook them well enough. I mean, you shouldn't. <laughs> no, I don't think. absolutely. Again, my word. This is this is a, <laughs> this is a dark podcast. I think I'm tired. <laughs> Maybe you should have a shower. Yes, that is. Uh, I mean, it would wake me up. Yeah. Um, no, I did eat pigeon once. It was uh, on purpose. Yeah, it was at a fancy restaurant, and and I ate my pigeon. And it had some shot in it from, like, a shotgun or whatever. Oh, right. Which seems like a big gun to go after a little pigeon. Yes. Unless they shot a lot of them at once. Two two birds with one. Uh, maybe. I don't the, know. The pigeons, like, is it because it's wood pigeons, isn't it, that you'd eat? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think I, I mean, was reading that. What are the odds that someone walked down sort of Cardiff High Street looking for a, looking for a pigeon? There's the one. That's... Well, maybe. I'm, I'm yeah. going to be honest with you, I'm not going to rule it out. Well, this was supposed to be quite a fancy restaurant. It was like a big family meal right. and uh, it was like a multi-course dinner. And one of the courses was pigeon. Um, I think it was quite rare as well, which weirded me out because I thought that you're supposed to have As in uncooked or uncooked? Yeah, as in like um, when it's sort of pinkish red, you know? Yeah. And I thought that all birds you were supposed to eat really quite well done, but... Oh, I'd I have thought so as well. Yeah, I don't know. Unless there was something wrong. Maybe I should have sent it back. I mean, it did have gunshot in it, and it, yeah. it was a bit... I mean, that's... <laughs> I, I, but I'd never I, eaten I one before. Would, I didn't want to look like an idiot. I probably wouldn't have opened it up and gone, that's a bit pink. Gunshot's fine. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't mind Ooh. about that. I've, I've lost a tooth, but like that is, <laughs> that is a bit pink. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it wasn't a bullet after all. I don't know, really. If it had been in, like, um, like if I'd ordered pigeon from a Weatherspoons and it had come out all squishy, I'd be like, nah, send it back, stick it in the microwave. If give you'd it ordered pigeon seconds. from a Weatherspoons, it would definitely be from the high street. Yeah, it definitely would. Yeah, and it would be microwaved. But, you know, yeah. I'm not ruling it out. I'm not saying, you know, Weatherspoons don't introduce pigeon on your menu because, you know, I am curious now. But um, I'm saying from this fancy restaurant, I didn't want to question them because then I thought maybe if I sent it back, then I'd look like the idiot, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's like, um, so, I've, I've only ever been to a couple of restaurants where, like, sort of when you're trying wine, 
they pour it first. Yes. Like I, no- I normally go to places where the wine is white or red. Um, you can deal with or that. Or the cheapest. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but like I've only ever been to a couple of restaurants where they sort of they they, they pour it out first, and then you try it, and nobody knows what it's supposed to taste like. You just go, yeah, okay, yeah, it's not awful. Yeah, I think you're supposed to just tell them if it's corked, though, right? Yeah, but uh, I, I guess I wouldn't know. Isn't it if it tastes like vinegar? Yeah, I think all red wine tastes like vinegar, though. All right, well, stop ordering red wine, then. Yes, I don't really like it. You should be like, no, that's red. Mm. I would like to send that back, please. And what letter of the Welsh alphabet was that? What? Which one? I guess that's a T. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's Q. Was... Oh yeah, maybe that's where Q went. Yeah, guys, I found it. Yeah, turn it turn into um, the the international sign for mm, it tastes nice. Pretty much Q and what other ones are we missing? J is like a hotly disputed letter in the alphabet because <laughs> it's not it's not really like you're not supposed to use J if you're speaking Welsh. You're supposed to use like the letters T and S instead of letter J. Obviously, but then like nobody wants to put like spell jam like T S A M. Like, Sam. No, but I, I don't think that's the most ridiculously spelt Welsh word that you have. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. J's are so much easier. Why, what's the most ridiculously spelt Welsh word that we've got? Well, I wouldn't what? be able to pronounce it. Oh, okay. I mean, it is phonetic, so... Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> if you've learned the alphabet, it is phonetic. Yeah. Which is oh, not. I believe you. Yeah. Um... Well, if you don't want to crash your car in one of these very many complicated roadworks that you're going to experience on the way back tonight, yeah. then maybe you should. I just I, I have Waze on, on my phone. It's, just, <laughs> it's really handy. <sighs> What's your favourite tea? My favourite tea. Yeah. What we're we talking I... just a sort of English breakfast, or do you know what I I often drink uh, decaf tea. Because I think that I'm quite sensitive to caffeine nowadays. Okay. I don't know what's happened. Um, so I've moved a lot more towards like peppermint teas and things of late. Uh, I've right. Okay. This is no. This is bad. I think tea drinkers everywhere will be really angry about this, but I'm going to go with it anyway. I have been quite enjoying uh, tea lattes recently. So right. Okay. Like so, teas with froth- frothy milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chai latte. Well, no, like, well, it's not always chai because the chai is the spice one, but like, you can get like different. I thought chai just latte. meant tea. Uh, I think the chai lattes have got um, like those specific spices and flavors and stuff in them, haven't they? Like they've got possibly. I've got I've got some in the kitchen. I can go and check. Yeah, no, I think um, I think chai lattes is a specific flavor, but you can get the standard tea lattes with like Rui Boss and all like different ones. But it just yeah. they get slightly sweeter when you put them with frothed milk. Oh, okay. Um, and because yeah, because I don't want like lattes and coffees and stuff because there's just too much caffeine. I've been really enjoying those recently. You can get something called a London Fog, which is ridiculous, but uh, I've, I've had it in a cafe, the local cafe what's, that does what's it. What's a London Fog? That one is Lady Grey tea with, um, I think it's a small amount of like vanilla syrup and also Ooh. frothy milk. So it's like a sweet kind of, yeah, it's like a latte version of tea. Oh, that sounds tea. very interesting. I really like it, but also most tea drinkers would, you know, have me whipped and... Well, sodden. Yeah, right. There's, uh, there's, exactly. There's a lot of snobbery in, in tea and... And, and the like but I you know like they, they probably wouldn't traditionally drink stuff like uh, so, like some of these twinings like that one so these weird so fruity these, exciting things yeah, beet, Nasty, root, I like that. ginger and orange Gin- I'm excited but beetroot ginger and orange yeah although I don't think we've got time to try it in this we what got, yeah. I'll just have to keep dreaming yeah well no we could probably we can have one at the gig 
Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's pretty weird, isn't it, to bring your own tea to a pub? Yeah, I sod it. <laughs> we'll try it. See, yeah. what, see what happens. They might have some. I doubt it. But uh, this is the... Yeah, I just I just got in touch with people and said, can you send me some tea? And they were like, yeah, let's let's do that. Yeah, and not just some. They've sent you all the... T- I I've mean, got about was... 300 tea bags. That's yeah. in, that's a lot of tea. It's so and much guests. tea. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I'm not... I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know... By the time I've done that many podcasts, that it will have all gone off. So, does tea go off? It does. Yeah, I had this conversation with Carl earlier. There's a. There's oh, right. A, well, I best... don't want to go back over the same old ground. I've got stuff in. I've got like spices in my cupboards that went off in 2015, supposedly, but I don't oh. believe them. Yeah, this one's uh, this one's December 2020. That is too soon. I don't believe that. In fact, I've got tea that's older than that in my cover. I've got a really fancy Japanese tea that I've had for probably about nine years now. I'd probably keep really... it there. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah. no, do you know it's what? It's all it's organic, just... isn't it? Yeah, but it's dry. Yeah. Like, sugar is organic. Right? Yes? Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that's fine, because as long as there's no moisture in it, it doesn't go off. Yeah. Well, there's moisture in the air, though, isn't there? Well, yeah, I suppose it is Wales. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And and, and anywhere. Mm. Oh, there's a lot of brown stuff at the bottom of my cup. Sorry about maybe that. That's where, well, I don't know. Maybe that's the chocolate. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, there's actual chocolate inside these tea bags. And, uh, oh yeah, I've got that too. Sort of sediment. Yeah. Of sorts. Um, mm. How do you make your tea? Are you Well, we've already seen this. You, you, you brew it for the appropriate amount of time, take the tea bag out. Then milk. Yeah. Is that what you Squeeze do with a standard with a fork? Yeah. yeah. Obviously, use a fork. Yeah, makes, I don't. I don't own a teapot. Sense. Um. Well, I live alone, so I just can't be bothered. It doesn't. Doesn't. Yeah. I. I wouldn't I'm have just making one tea at a time. Yeah. Although my old flatmate had a tiny little metal teapot. Why though? Uh, it just used to make himself tea, which was do that a bit a cruel because, like, I was there a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was very much a pointed message aimed at yeah. you and no one else. Um, I don't know. I, I quite like to save on washing up. I I will do... I think when you live on your own, you're cooking for yourself. I can't remember the last time I ate a dinner not out of the container it was prepared in. So, um... Do you mean like saucepans and... Well... Do you just have a saucepan sitting on your lap? Sometimes I will do that. Like, sometimes I'll eat things off a tray. So, but if, if you've bought, like, a sandwich, you, come, you eat the sandwich out of the packet. If you buy... Do you know what I mean? If you're making stuff... If you've made it in a train, things it's easier than like you, you don't want to just have unnecessary washing up from yeah plates. If you've got to combine everything onto a plate, that makes sense. Yeah, but if it's something that you just needed to put in the microwave or whatever, no. Yeah, I just I don't know. I think I'm very conservative with the amount of stuff that I want to wash up. Yeah, the other day I, mas- I, I microwaved. What did I microwave? I just the, those little containers get very hot. Which what the. Uh, like sort of anything you prepared food in. Oh, you mean for like instant meals and mm. stuff? Oh, yeah, they do. But if you put them on a tray or something on your lap and stuff, it just yeah. Good because point. also all of the cheese that like melts onto the side of those containers is like stuck to the container. You can either spend ages hacking it off in the kitchen, or you can just take the whole pot and then spend your time making sure you've got every last bit of cheese. Yeah, I'm not one to waste cheese. Is most of what you eat cheese? There's, uh, I won't lie. There's a lot of cheese that goes into into my day to day life. I've had uh, two different types of cheese already today. What cheeses have you had? I've had uh, red Leicester cheese in a sandwich mm-hmm. that I had Solid. another sandwich, uh, but that one had Edam in it. Oh, yeah. I thought uh, two Exotic. different, yeah, two different countries. So that's yeah. two of the food groups. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. My sister went to a cheese fest at the weekend. Oh, yeah. 
in uh, in Colchester in Essex, like, where I'm from. Well, like I'm a, not from Colchester, but it's it's down the road. Like a making cheese festival, like or like one of those uh, West Country festivals where they roll them down the hill. N- no, well, neither. Uh, well, what do you mean by making cheese? Like they didn't make cheese there. They but it was people that had sort of cheese-based products, like various cheeses and stuff. Oh, and, right. And they had like it was like a food fair. Yeah, yeah. So like sort of um, loads of people had their own stalls and like they sort of prepared cheese in different ways and uh, there were like some cheese pancakes and that sounds yeah i mean so was it like a so it was like a food festival then not like a but cheese based cheese based yeah were they like were they competitive were they were people like judging the cheeses on the on the different flavors or anything like that i wasn't there i don't know i, I don't know <laughs> i don't have that information were they parading their cheeses around a ring I, only I, to pin a rosette on the winner i, I should have uh, thought about how excited you were going to get about uh, <laughs> about cheese and then uh, Managed my managed my questions. I've done it again. I've got a book with like with some questions in there, but uh, I've I've left it in my bag. But which um, you mean you don't have a book with questions in? Well, no, I do have it. Just uh, let's see them. Let's do. Fi- let's do it. Ten, I, I think I've done most of the questions anyway. Have you? Um, do you want to check? Oh yeah, no, I have. Yeah, it's what's your favourite tea? Uh, yeah. Are you a biscuit dunker? Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you make your tea? Those yeah. are the, those are the uh, those the are the regular questions. questions. Yeah. Well, there's other ones like, do you have a particularly fond memory of tea? Like anything sort of, um, you know, like a sort of a time that maybe you've had a horrible cold day and like you've been out and then all of a sudden you get in and someone gives you a cup of tea, which if you live on your own is terrifying. Yeah, um, that would be that'd be a real surprise. Um, actually, the thing is, I never used to drink hot drinks when I was growing up ever. Uh, and I still, when I go home, I still tell my mum not to make me any hot drinks at all. So when when I go in, when, when I'm in the house, I don't uh, I don't like having teas and coffees and stuff made for me. That I don't drink that much during the day anyway, like yeah. in terms of fluids or anything at all. Um, so you probably I'm, look into that. What just like not drinking things? But I just I, I think generally I, I used to just drink cold drinks and stuff during the day, and yeah. I'd never drink. So now I it's almost like I have cups of tea and things. I've only started doing it since working in an office. Basically, right. I think that's what happened is that when like because I think when people were having a like a little break to go and have a cup of coffee or tea themselves, I was like, well, I want to have a break and have a cup of tea or coffee, and that's when I started drinking like anything warm because uh, I was not going to miss out on time procrastinating away from my desk yeah. um, same as I was always really annoyed when the smokers used to go out for their break because I'm like yeah. I'd love to have like five minutes to just stand outside well that was it like, I, I used to work at McDonald's when I was uh, like 16, 17 right and uh, I'll be honest with you it was a good job it gets a lot of stick but it was, it was actually mm-hmm. a good job but every every day there'd be uh, all the guys would be going out like having their cigarette breaks mm-hmm. Um and I'd get really jealous because mm-hmm. they're all, you know, like they're all, they're all sort of, they get to have 15 minutes. I think, it, I think they were allowed 15 minute breaks uh, every three hours or something. So they would just allow 15 minutes to go. And, whereas if I stopped moving for like five seconds, I'd get shouted at. Yeah. So I just started telling them that I was smoking and then I'd, I'd go and sit in the uh, little hut out the back. <laughs> that's, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I think, um, I think with the, the, you know, the, the, the popularity of vapes and things nowadays. I don't see why you couldn't just take out a little vape, just go and you know puff on some I don't know hubba bubba smelling like f- yeah. vape fluid without any actual tobacco in it. I mean, why not do that? Just go have a little why not, time. Why not get a bubble pipe? Bubble pipe. Yeah. Yes, that's a great plan. Yeah, I don't know if you need to nowadays. I don't know if you do now. Do they still have smoking breaks now? Do people still have them? Um, 
I think so. That they're probably smoking is is largely more frowned upon than it, it used to be, isn't it? It's not frowned so. upon per se, but I think a lot of people just vape indoors now when they yeah. when they need to, so it sort of gets away. It's weird when that happens at a comedy gig, isn't it? When you see like a little puff of smoke from uh, somewhere in the crowd. I always just think someone's on fire. Yeah, which is uh, it's a very mild panic. Sometimes it's a nice distraction if the gig isn't going so well. I'll be like, oh, you on fire? All I, right, wouldn't, better... I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well, just you wait till you see also, my very exciting also gig not tonight. true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> although I was having, um, I, I will say, there's a nice distraction the other week, but I was having quite a nice time. But the nice dis- distraction just sort of led to weirdness. Um, I got heckled by a balloon. Brilliant. Yeah. Whoa, I was doing how? this gig and like, and I was... Uh, it's, it's a massive hole mm-hmm. and um, talking away doing my set yep. having a nice time and then I, I was aware that there was a balloon like full of helium that was um, it had obviously been up there for a while and it was on the ceiling Yep. and I sort of clocked it out of the corner of my eye that it started falling down slowly and then there was one man in this room there's about 90, 100 people in there mm-hmm. and uh, I just saw this one man just sort of clock it and he just looked up and he started watching it, and then I was watching him, and I was like, oh, "I'm being distracted now," and everyone's sort of wondering what I'm looking at, and I, was, and I just had to sort of draw attention to it, and uh, and it was just yeah, it was, it was quite funny, but uh, I ended up having to uh, kick it out. You kicked out the like, balloon. Kick it, kick, well, no, I, I I hid it several times, and it just kept finding its way back on stage. <laughs> but I put it behind the banner, and then it just sort of floated back out again. So I ended up just getting it and taking it outside. And, Brilliant. Uh, I love when that happens. I love yeah. when you get like a random entity that disrupts the whole gig that yeah. isn't a person that you can tell off. Um, like I've had a few gigs that have been disrupted by dogs. Have yeah. you ever had a, a dog in the audience? A few, few that times, happens from, yeah. Yeah, time to time. They're always quite fun. Um, I think I made a joke to the dog once and then the dog barked and then that got an applause break from the rest of the audience because they thought they clearly thought that I must have done a joke that only the dog had understood and they clapped me yeah. uh, and then I felt like a king. Amazing. That was uh, yeah. That was pretty. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. Do you uh, do you know uh, comedian John Long? I do. John M- Long, Mr. Guitar comedian. Man. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I was doing a very weird gig with him once. It was outside in Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, near the meadows for it was uh, Peter Baisley sitting by a bench. Okay. And he just sat on a bench and sort of cried, and then we all did comedy around it. It's weird. It's a weird time. Yeah. But. Um, like so, uh, Bridget Christie was watching for a little while with her children, and Stuart Lee went past mm-hmm. at one point. Uh, but then, one particularly weird moment was uh, someone was standing there who had an owl, and uh, he—I uh, can't remember exactly what it was he said—but he 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 loved his uh, interaction, and he said, "Oh, it's weird. I've never done a gig with an owl before. No, don't look behind you." And it's just, ah, oh, it's like it's amazing. <laughs> It was just, it was perfect timing and I butchered it, but it was, uh, it was very good. It does sound good. Yeah. I mean, it's not useful advice to comedians out there who want to improve their gigs and it's like, the advice we're giving them is bring balloons and dogs and owls. Yes. Owls are a must, I would say. <laughs> uh, especially if there's like any mice in a room because they will, they've got hawk eyes. Well, no, they've got owl eyes. They will see that. Yeah. They will see that mouse and they will, they will eat it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I was telling you something the other day, I was outside the, uh, uh, so I, I live just outside Cardiff and the uh, the Principality Stadium where they're doing all the Six Nations and stuff at the yeah. moment. 
they have like these hawks that they've trained to chase and find pigeons that are no, living in the really, rafters. Really? Yeah, you know how the, the roof like opens and closes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy who goes in with a hawk and then like the, these hawks go and hunt down all the pigeons that are living in the roof. I mean, that uh, they is, kill them before the, that is horrendous, the but that is so cool. It is pretty cool. That's the real sport, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the like, what level. What rugby? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd pay to see that. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't. No. No. No No blood sports. Yeah. Let's. I mean, I thought that's we fair. got away from that, if I'm perfectly honest. But... <laughs> I always find a way to bring it back round. Yeah. Yeah, there was, I thought it was me that was making it, turning it into blood sports, but it's you. Uh-huh, but it was me all along. Yeah. It's this tea what done it. Yeah. I think it's safe to blame the tea. Hmm. Are you doing Edinburgh this year? I don't know. Okay. I'm not going to go up with a show this year because I've got a lot oh, okay. of other comedy type things going on, which is good. It's lovely to be busy, yeah. but I think I can probably only afford maybe like a week or 10 days at most. So I might pop Anyf- up. Anything in particular that you're... Um, well, we are doing... Uh, so I was really lucky last year I got to be in a, a BBC Wales uh, TV sitcom called Tourist Trap, which yes. was really fun. Uh, we're doing a second series of that just before the summer. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah, it should be really fun. Uh, it's with the lovely Sally Phillips, who is yeah just phenomenal. She's so good to work yeah. around. And uh, so we, I've got that in the summer. Um, we've also... I've, I've been lucky to have a few ideas commissioned for things like Radio Wales and stuff this year, Lovely. which is uh, really good. So I've got like, um, a, like well, we're still de- uh, deciding and we're still talking through the specifics of it, but hopefully some kind of sketch show uh, for Radio Wales that we're going to be working on this year oh, for amazing. release next year. Um, but also we're working... Uh, on some Welsh language stand-up shows for the Welsh broadcaster S4C at the moment. So we're going to be recording those. Uh, we're recording one with Tidder Owen uh, next month. Uh, so that's the first one. We've got another one to do with uh, Ellis James. You know Ellis James? I do, yeah. So he's doing I mean, his... Not personally, but... Well, he's uh, yeah, he's great, and he's hopefully doing his next Welsh language hour soon after the summer. So I've got enough stuff Amazing. to sort of distract me this year that I think I don't want to... I don't want to overstretch myself uh, by trying to go up with an hour or anything this year but yeah. I'm hoping to pop up just for the fun of it just go and see everyone but yeah that's the plan nice yeah should be so, good uh, is, there, is there anything else that you want to plug this will be coming out plug within uh, um, w- within the month I would think well I suppose the um, if it's coming out within a month the uh, we've got a, a special episode of Tourist Trap that's coming out uh, next week uh, so that will be in the past for that, you that guys will be the past, it will be the past will that be on any kind of catch up it will still be on uh, BBC iPlayer so cool. if anyone wants to watch the Tourist Trap Six Nations special it is probably heavily Welsh is oriented. that first series on there as well the first series is probably not on because I don't think it's been repeated lately but okay. to be honest it's pretty self-explanatory it's a, a sitcom about uh, the tourist board in Wales and nobody's particularly brilliant at their jobs but I am uh, just I'm a PA to the main CEO of the company and playing a character called Kath so if anyone wants to watch that yeah, well, you've, you've literally just said there's no need to watch it because it's self-explanatory so that is you're you done yeah there you go yep yeah. yep you can watch is that. that. Is that the uh, is that the entire show? Like you just sort of go. Well, this is just sort of what happens. So go, enjoy your evening. Pretty much, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah, I think you can get it. It's just lots of different people doing like quite silly things. I quite like it though. It's uh, it's been really fun to work on. So yeah, watch watch that. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Treat yourself. Yes. Why not? <laughs> have uh, a tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have a have a have a lovely tea from Tea Pigs or Twinings who also send me tea. Uh, and we're gonna go. And, we're gonna go and drink that tea later. And uh, I tell you what, when I do the intro of this, um, I'll I'll tell you what we both thought of that 
I mean, I'll drink it on an episode as well at some point. It's a beetroot with ginger and orange. Hooray! Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. Uh, thanks very much for coming on. And, uh, I mean, we're, you know, we're cutting it out. So a little bit short, but we've got to get to a gig. Yep, um, better race across town. Right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so thanks for coming on. Um, thanks for having me in your flat. You're very welcome. And uh, You can shower here any time. Well, that's much appreciated. I'm, I'm rarely in the area, but uh, <laughs> should it ever come up... <laughs> Uh, I'll give you a shout. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye. So that was Sarah Brees. Uh, that was a really fun chat. I really enjoyed that. I hope you did too. Uh, if you did, please do go to your podcast app and uh, and just drop me a five-star review. If you could, even if you didn't think it was five-star, it'd just be, it'd be really helpful if you could just give me a five-star review. Um, and if you didn't think it was five-star, send me an email in private. Uh, and just just tell me what you think was wrong, because uh, that's fine. I can deal with that. I can deal with constructive criticism. If you could just yeah, just leave me a lovely review. That'd be that'd be really amazing. That'd really help me out. And please subscribe if you don't already. Subscribe, subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Take their phone. Subscribe for them through whatever app they may have. Uh, we are on sort of all of the main ones. So yeah, if there's any that I'm not on that you'd like to hear me on, email me again. on uh, So you can email me at tpartypod at gmail.com and that is the letter T, partypod at gmail.com which is also my link for sort of all the social things. So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at tpartypod. Again, the letter T, partypod. So please go and follow me there. Go and like all of my posts. Tell your friends. To, uh, get them to like all my posts and follow me also and if you want to follow sarah brees you can do so at i believe at sarah brees on twitter which is uh, by her own admission is pretty much all she uses now sort of experimenting with the uh, format this week so we've got an uh, outro as well as an intro uh, which keeps the intro slightly shorter so if you if you like that please let me know um let me know what the sound levels were like because uh, a few people said that last week's wasn't quite loud enough. So hopefully this week's is a little bit louder. I've tried some things. I'm not sure if it's worked. If it has, let me know. If it hasn't, let me know and I'll sort that out. So until that time, until that time, that's a weird thing to say, until next week when I bring out the next one on potentially the same day as this one. Who knows? Thanks very much. Thanks for listening. I love you. Bye.